Wednesday evening, that can mean only one thing. We are back with another edition of the Employment Hour. We are ready to rock. We are all over this sucker like a cougar on a crippled chicken. So your phone calls, 416-870-6400, star 640. On your cell phone, bring them on. We are ready to talk to you. We'll get to the severance pay calculator here in just a bit. And as always, Lior, L-I-O-R, at employmenthour.com. You'll want to email Lior either during or after the show. Lots of stuff going on tonight. Uh, but first, brother, as we always start, the week that was. Crippled chicken? Correct. Man, really? That's right. Fat okay. kid on a smarty. Right, well, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a new one. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, John. And, and welcome, everyone, to another edition of the Employment Hour. Uh, here to talk and educate about workplace rights. Not about chickens, but to educate about uh, your rights in the workplace. If you lost your job or are concerned about losing your job, you're having some problems, some issues, some concerns, we're here till 8 o'clock tonight to answer all those questions, to make sure you don't have to go to sleep upset or concerned, worried tonight. Give us a call. Let's chat about it. And, of course, as much as I, I like talking to people on air and I talk to people on air every week, uh, I talk to that many more people off air in my office every single day. So don't hesitate. Call me in the office. Email me. There's always answers to these questions. The law's quite good when it comes to your rights at work. And we're going to educate you a bit uh, over the next hour or so. Now, John, I have a story to tell you about the week that was. Before I do, I want to mention one thing. Uh, it was uh, an announcement today uh, in the news that RBC is letting yeah. go of some uh, 450 people in the GTA. And I've actually had the opportunity today to already speak with a couple of them, people that have been let go. And I'm aware that a lot of people may have uh, concerns and be confused when it comes to banks because banks are federally regulated. And many people wonder whether it's the same idea when it comes to severance. Do they still get severance? Do they still get the same amount of severance as people that are not federally regulated? So the answer for the RBC employees, for any federally regulated employees, yes, you absolutely get the same amount cool. of severance. It's based on your age, your position, and the length of your employment. So if you lost your job, you can call me. You can go to the severance calculator, severancepaycalculator.com, to find out how much you're owed. It doesn't matter if you think, well, it's a, it's a large bank. They must know what they're doing. It is your job to find out whether what they've offered you is appropriate. In many cases, it's not. So call me. Go to severancepaycalculator.com. Don't give up your entitlements, and certainly do not sign anything without getting some legal advice, John. That's very important advice. You bet. What, did, uh, what do you got for the week that was? So, John, for the week that was, I'll tell you about a, a lady that worked at an accounting firm. Uh, she worked there for seven years, and uh, what happened is she was let go for cause, supposedly for spending too much time on Facebook and, and, and social media. Now, what happened here is the employer had a social media policy that it got the employees to sign and say, you know, you can't spend time on social media during work hours, maybe only during your lunch break. And she did it anyway. And as soon as they found out, they let her go. And they let her go for cause. They said no severance. Well, the thing is this, John. Uh, she was never disciplined before. She was never warned before of anything. And given the fact that she was never disciplined, even though she did do something wrong, that was not cause. Not saying she didn't do something wrong. But she didn't deserve the worst penalty, the death penalty of the employment relationship. And because of that, because the employer jumped the gun, that's not cause. That's a wrongful dismissal. A lot of our listeners are going to find themselves in that situation where the employer jumps the gun and, and skips over disciplinary steps. You cannot be let go for cause unless, in, in most cases, unless the employers try to figure out uh, a solution, try to discipline you. Mm -hmm. Only then can you be terminated for cause. It's very difficult, John. 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. George, you got the opening call tonight. My brother, how are you? 
Great. How are you doing? Thanks Good. for taking my call. No worries. What's your concern? I'm calling on behalf of my wife. She's a Sears employee, been there over 30 years. She's 61 years old. And she said, well, if the company goes bankrupt, do I still get my pension? You know, yeah, it's it's a difficult situation, uh, George, and and uh, I mean I, I have already been consulted with a lot of people at Sears, and rumors are that they're going to be going under bankruptcy protection at any moment. So here's how it works, with respect to pension, any amounts that have been accumulated in the pension that that have been paid into the plan that are in the plan right now, she gets. She's right. not going to get any further payments into the plan. So, for example, let's say in, in I don't know, three months, she would have met a milestone in the plan that would have allowed her to, to get more money, that, uh, that would have in, uh, increased her entitlements. She's not going to get that. Okay. All she's going to get is the amounts that are currently in the plan. She's not going to lose that money, but she's also not going to get the plan to be better to get to the point that she had wanted. Yeah. Does, that, does that make sense? Yeah, kind of, yeah. What about benefits? She's got benefits now. What happens if she goes to the dentist? Uh, um shortly and they go bankrupt who's, who's going to pay the bill well here's the thing until until that until she gets cut off benefits she has benefits depending okay. on the arrangement that they make for the employees uh, it's possible that they'll have benefits for a while it's even possible that they may give them notice or even some severance we don't know until it actually happens my advice if she needs to go to the dentist if she needs treatment go right now yeah okay, for her for all Sears employees because I don't know what tomorrow is going to bring uh, okay. Strictly speaking, if they go bankrupt, they, they may be able to cut her off benefits immediately, and then that's it. They don't owe her anything and, except for payment up until her last day worked. Yeah. So if she can go to the dentist now, go now, go today, because otherwise, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's unknown what tomorrow is going to bring. Okay, perfect. Thanks for your help. Thank you, George. Thanks. I appreciate that. Uh, we'll take a short break into more of your, uh, more of your phone calls. 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. Hang on, Randy. I got you next. And as for you, we have open lines. You have questions. Bring them on, just like that one, the Employment Hour, Talk Radio, AM 640. Wednesday night, we do the weekend shows. We do Monday night, 7 o'clock as well, the Employment Hour and uh, Severance Pay Calculator. If you haven't checked out that site yet, it'll tell you exactly what your severance should be. Randy, good evening. Thanks for hanging in. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you, sir? Good. What's uh, What's your concern? Well, mine's kind of complicated, so I'm probably going to need a call back. <laughs> okay. I had a friend of mine that owned a company in the U.S., and he had been working, also owned a company in Canada for, uh, you know, since the 90s. But because he was a friend of mine, his American company started to go bankrupt, which he kept secret from me because I was running the Canadian one. Ended up that I lent him a whole bunch of money, bought product, covered bills, and they would slowly pay me back. But the money that they, and they still owe me $27,000 now, they've now gone bankrupt in Canada, but they also falsified my T4 and a T4A with some of the money that they were paying me back to pay employees' wages and et cetera with, uh, in Ontario and Quebec and different places like that. They counted that as my income and put it on the T4 and the T4A. So I did call the CRA, and I did fill out the form and briefly explain what it was, but I haven't filled out my taxes because it's a completely false number, and I don't know how I'm ever going to recover these funds, which is bad enough. But what I'm also concerned about is the government. I mean, I'm an honest guy, and I work every day. I'm now working for a different company in the same field. 
but I'm tens of thousands of dollars in debt, and the government thinks I owe them three times more than I should. What do I do? So, Randy, I mean, I'm not even sure exactly how to attack this on the air. And obviously, this is a complicated matter. You may need some help from a tax accountant as well, uh, and a tax lawyer as well. Uh, so the best thing I could do is is to talk to you off air. There may be, I mean, you you can't go up against the companies that that uh, may owe you money because they're bankrupt. But potentially, the owner of the company in some situations may have personal liability. So even right. though the companies may be bankrupt, he may be personally liable. So we can talk about that, and if needed, I can connect you with a, a tax lawyer and a tax accountant. Uh, but that's something we need to sit down and talk off air and look at some documents and have an in-depth discussion. Uh, so, so give me a call off air or email me, and I'd be happy to sit down and chat with you. Both of those, Randy, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred and Lior L I O R at employmenthour.com. Steve, hey pal, how are you? Not bad. How are you? Good. What's going on with you? I'm also a Sears employee. I'm. Uh, I'm just wondering, is there any way of quitting and getting severance out of it? So, Steve, no. The, the short answer is you, you cannot quit and get severance. Uh, certainly you can't quit because you found another job or because you know they're going under and, and get severance. The reality is you may not get severance even if you stay on. I don't know right now if you will get severance or not. I don't know what uh, what arrangements they're going to make for their employees. For example, when, when Target uh, went under, they took care of their employees. I don't know what Sears is going to do. I really don't. Oh. But I can tell you that for sure, if you quit, you won't get severance. Okay. okay? So you. you may or may not get severance if you stay on, but definitely not if you quit. So that said, if you find a great job, uh, yeah. that you may as well go and take it because you may not get severance anyway. And Sears could be going under, you know, in, in any moment, and you don't want to lose out on the job and then not have severance from Sears in any, Sears in any event. Okay, that's fine. All right, appreciate that, Steve. Thanks for the call. 416-870-6400, star 640 on sale. And we'll take a quick break. Get back to the severance pay calculator. Your calls, we got open lines. You want to call through and ask a question. We'd love to have a discussion with you here tonight as we go till 8 o'clock on the Wednesday edition of the Employment Hour. Lots of time for you to call in right till 8 o'clock tonight. Get your questions answered by Lior on the Wednesday night edition of the Employment Hour. Susan, good evening. Hi, good evening. How are you? What's your concern? Good. Uh, actually, I actually just got a question. Um, uh, severance pay is that a um, is there a employee benefit or is it an employee right? And the reason I'm asking is because my I work for the federal government and they've cashed out the severance for us, right? So that means after this, if I stay with them 10, 15 years and I leave work, I don't get any severance because we've been cashed out. Is this the uh, same I'm not as sure what severance, you mean by severance being cashed out? Sectors? By cashed out? What do you mean by cashed out? So what they said is that. Um, I've been I've been working let's say for ten years. Okay, so your seventh yeah. for ten years is going to be this amount. Here's your seventh, right? And that's it. It's it's done. There's no seventh after. No, I, I don't th- I don't think you understood it correctly. Severance is paid okay. when you lose your job, and, and severance right. is a right. It's not a benefit. It's not something that the employer pays if it feels like it or if it's being generous. Severance mm-hmm. is something you're owed if you lost your job by law. So an employer can't pay you severance if you haven't lost your job. They can't do anything with it. If and when you lose your job, whether it's tomorrow or 25 years from now, at that point, we do a calculation based on your age, your position, and the length of your employment. 
the longer you work, the older you are, and the more senior a position, the more severance is owed. So, so no, they, they, they haven't gotten rid of severance. They'll have to pay you and everyone else severance if and when they let you go. Now, if you're a unionized employee, different rules apply and the collective agreement applies. And, and, and in many cases, you won't get severance. But for non-union employees, public sector, private sector, federal, provincial, you all get severance. You all get the same amount of severance based on those three factors. Mm-hmm. We are unionized, right? Ah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Then, then as a union employee, unfortunately, you, you, you won't have the same rights to severance as, as others. Uh, and, and uh, yeah, uh, it, really the collective agreement applies. Usually means you'll, you'll potentially get only a week's pay per year service, and that's it, which is a fraction of what a non-union employee would get. 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. Gary, good evening. Hi there. Hey, man, what's up? Oh, I, I, I uh, just thought I'd throw in some comments about... Uh, the serious topic that uh, I've been, uh, a couple of callers have been calling in. Uh, I, sure. I work in the in the investment industry. Uh, one of my clients, she, I guess, maybe saw the writing on the wall years ago and left here. Uh, now she works for Walmart Canada. But uh, when she left, she transferred her pension over to us, uh, Target Manage. Um, at the time, this was probably about six years ago, there was a fair bit of surplus in the pension, so I'm just giving her a call. So anybody listening at there, the pension at the time was pretty well run. It was pretty well funded. Um, at the time when she left, uh, she they calculated her pension. She got uh, her her um, the, the value she supposed to get. Uh, plus, it didn't run over that. She actually got paid out. As, uh, as taxable income, so she keeps that okay on it. So, what are you uh, wondering, Gary? What are you wondering? I'm not wondering anything. I'm just actually providing a bit of information to anybody that's at Sears that's wondering about the pension. That at the time, two years ago, it was a pretty well-funded pension. I thought I would just share a bit of information because, in case people don't know how well uh, Sears Canada pension was managed. And, you know, at the end of the day, we, we do expect if and when Sears is going to go on, under some sort of a bankruptcy protection, if we don't know for sure if it will, that there will be announcements made uh, in terms of what happens to employees and employee bench, uh, pensions and benefits and salaries. And we'll see how Sears deals with it. The, the Really, the, the bottom line at this point, it, it's it's a... It's an uncomfortable situation for Sears employees. They're in, in this in-between phase. A lot of rumors going around. Uh, hopefully, a lot of questions are going to be answered soon, but it's not looking good, John. 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. Angela, good evening. Good evening. How are you? What's your concern? Um, just have a question regarding constructive uh, dismissal process. Mm-hmm. Um, roughly how long does a process like that really take from the time that uh, employers contact an employer? And uh, I guess so. Possibly a settlement may be reached. Well, it really does depend. It could be anywhere from a couple of weeks to to a few months. Depends on how clear cut the matter is. Depends on uh, what the employee's entitlements are and who the employer is. Some can resolve very quickly within literally ten days, couple of weeks. Some could take you know three, four, five, six months. Uh, do you want to tell me a bit more about your specific situation? So I was not following up with you afterwards, but um, it's a situation where uh, um, a position has been uh, changed without uh, any pre- previous notification 
or any um, information, and uh, then the salary's been changed as well without any previous notification or any disciplinary action. And uh, the employer. When, when did this happen, Angela? Uh, within the last, uh, within this year, within the last few months. Okay, well, the concern is if it happened a few months ago, potentially, potentially, it may be too late to do anything about it. You, the, the, the person we're talking about, whether it's you or someone else, may be considered to have accepted these changes if they happened. Let's say if they happened, you know, five months ago as an example. It may be too late now. So, uh, you know, if this is a matter, whether it's you or someone else, we need to speak about this off-air immediately. I'm, I'm, I'm saying within the next 24 hours, because if there's a way to, to save the constructive dismissal, to deal with it as a constructive dismissal, we need to deal with it immediately, okay? If there's been a change, there's a salary reduction, we want to deal with it now because otherwise you're considered to have accepted it, and then once you've accepted it, it's no longer a constructive dismissal, and then it's not a question of, of how long it's going to take to resolve. It won't be resolved because it's too late to pursue it. So time is of the essence here. Okay, Angela? Okay, great. Thanks, Angela. I appreciate that. The number one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. That's to get a hold of Lior as soon as you can. Lior L I O R at employmenthour dot com. We'll uh, take a short break. More of your phone calls four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred star six forty on cell. We'd love to talk to you for the next half hour. Yeah, four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred star six forty on cell is the number to call right till eight o'clock to get your questions answered. Philip, thanks for hanging in, pal. How are you? Hello. Hey, Philip. Go ahead. Hey, sorry for that. Um, so, I'm calling for my daughter. Okay. Hello. Yep. Go ahead. Yeah. We hear you. We got you. I'm calling. Sorry about that. I'm calling for my daughter. Um, she just got uh, fired today. I, I think she got fired today. She's not too sure. But uh, what happened was she works at a coffee franchise, and um, I guess she had a hundred dollar bill that was American, and she went to go uh, buy buy something from uh, from the store. And I guess she found out. Uh, they found out that it was actually counterfeit. So they ended up they ended up firing her, and well, they ended up uh, charging her. Sorry, and then after they charged her, they made her work the rest of her shift. Okay. And then and what happened at the end never, of the shift? They never they, they never said anything regarding that they were going to fire her. She just when she got home, she tried to access her hours, and she found out she couldn't uh, she couldn't uh, get access to her uh, hours and stuff like that. So she thought. You know that was a sign that she got fired. Now, when she got uh, when she got charged, they were saying a bunch of things like, "Well, you know, you're not supposed to do that. You're you're supposed to do it. Uh, you know, there's a certain way you're supposed to do it. You're supposed to do it like that." And I asked her, I go, "Hey, is there? Well, did they give you a policy on that? Did they give you a policy on how this was going to work?" She said, "No." Are you sure? I mean, uh, is there anything okay, that you I'm not sure when you got hired? Phil, I'm not sure what we're talking about in terms of policy. I mean, the issue is that she oh, had that she was like trying how, to use a counterfeit bill. What, what policy are we talking about? No, like a policy, like how to purchase stuff through the store. Because what they're saying was, she had a different uh, the way she uh, uh, purchased it. She wasn't supposed to purchase it. That was the one thing. But then, uh, you know, with the counterfeit dollar there that she had, she had with a, the counterfeit money there, they ended up charging her for it, and uh, she has to go to court for later for that. Um, and I guess what I'm asking is, uh, like, she didn't know she had a counterfeit uh, mm-hmm. money there. She, her boyfriend uh, works at a gas station, and he collects money. Um, he gets money from – he's where we are. There's a lot of people that, uh, that go through the states and stuff like that. And, I can, you know, I've seen him in the past have different, different dollar bills and stuff like that. I don't know if it's true or not. I'm not too sure. I'll, I'll worry about the charge, the one aspect. But the, the thing that I was wondering there 
if I get a if I have to get a lawyer to deal with the charge, and the way they uh, the way they fired her was kind of like, you know, you're you charge her, but then you keep her on for the rest of the shift, and you're not telling her That's that ridiculous. you fired her or anything like that. It's it's you know. Now I don't think she just started there, and I know she they can fire her at, at will any time. No, that's not, you know she I told her that, and she understands that. It's embarrassing that she went through this, but if we have to go to get the legal aid or whatever to go through a, a lawyer to go through the charge or whatever to deal with the charge, would I be able to get the the, the cost of the lawyer paid through them? Okay, so. Uh... First of all, if you're asking me about can you get them to pay for the lawyer to deal with the charge, the answer is no. Uh, no. They, they, they will not. They will not. There's no mechanism to get them to pay for the criminal lawyer that's going to uh, uh, defend or represent your daughter. Even, now, in, in terms it, of even though even, yeah, no, even though it's it's bogus because it's absolutely it's up to the police to decide whether to 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 charge or lay charges and pursue it. Mm-hmm. So it's not up to them. They can tell them here's what happened. Now, yeah. uh, in terms of her employment situation. Uh, assuming she's not in the business of uh, of giving out counterfeit money and producing counterfeit money, and this was a, a, a innocent mistake, they don't yeah. have a cause to let her go. Of course, they don't. That, that it would be ridiculous to suggest for them to suggest otherwise, which means she does get severance. Uh, that yeah. said, given that you've told us that she's been there for a very short time, presumably she's she's a young lady, and, and you know it's a job at a, at a coffee shop. We're probably not talking about much. We could be talking about one, two weeks' pay, something like that. Uh, yep. Maybe three weeks pay, but not more than that. So that may not be worthwhile pursuing. Mm-hmm. My my best advice is make sure that she gets cleared of those silly charges. I'm sure that the police will see it uh, uh, the, the truth eventually. So hopefully this is not long. It's not going to cost much. Uh, from an employment standpoint, yes, yeah, she was wrongfully dismissed. It's up to you to decide whether you want to pursue that or not. It may not be worth it in this particular case. 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. Johnny, good evening. Hi, hi. My question surrounds uh, a settlement agreement as far as severance is concerned. Now, yes. I, I've heard of um, companies uh, while employed, and they ask you, they can ask you in due course, for example, to sign non-competes or some kind of restriction covenants and stuff like that. Uh, yep. Privacy, confidentiality agreement, mm-hmm. either at the time when you're hired or throughout the course of your employment. Well, what happens now if you're going through the if you've been terminated? And you basically uh, are, are, are owed some severance, and you've never signed anything to that effect. However, they're uh, throwing in these clauses at this time mm-hmm. to try and, and, you know, holding your severance over your head to try and say, well, you know, it, the way it appears anyway is that they're going to try and get you in, in, to, to uh, only give you the severance uh, if you sign their agreement, which may include these clauses. Could they do that? Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is, we're going to pay you the severance that we owe you, but only if we also, you also agree not to compete with us, for example. Correct, correct. No, and, they, they, and, they and, cannot and if, do if that. Sign a clause. Sorry? They, they, they cannot. Listen, if you signed it, you have to live with it. But there's no legal mechanism for the employer to say, we're only going to pay you what we owe you if you do X. If they owe severance, they have to pay the severance. Now, they may say, you know, we owe you 10 months severance, but here's what we're going to do. We're going to pay you 12 months severance. If you want 12 months, you have to agree to these terms. That's okay. At that point, you can decide whether you want to take that extra severance. But if not, you're still owed the severance that you're owed. So, no, they can't impose these conditions if you haven't been bound by them uh, already, if you hadn't already agreed to them. 
okay, uh, can they restrict, for example, the amount of severance that they give you if you don't comp- uh, com- no. comply with their demands and no. sign these clauses? Of course not. No, the severance that you're owed is the severance that you're owed. The law determines that. They don't get a say to, to do to, to impose conditions on that. Uh, so if that's happened to you, you, you got to give me a call. We got to tell them uh, you guys that. don't know what you're talking about, right? I will definitely give you a call. I appreciate that, Johnny. That number, one 821 5900 We'll take a short break. More of your phone calls on the other side. And that number, as you know, 416-870-6400, star 640 on your cell. Seven forty-five employment hours. Still got plenty of time to answer your uh, your calls and your questions here. Eleanor, good evening. Good evening. Oh, I'm surprised. Sorry, I wasn't expecting the phone call to come so early. There you are. Yes, there you. <laughs> okay, uh, I am a long haul truck driver, and uh, I recently got fired uh, for no good reason other than. Uh, the fact that I observed safety rules, um, uh, and I was looking yesterday morning, I just woke up and I thought, hmm, hey, wait a minute, there's the Occupational Safety and Health Act, and uh, what what this company what I was working for, it was through an agency, a uh, temporary agency, they uh, they say blah 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 blah. Yeah, all we care about is safety. Meanwhile, when I get to the truck and the trailer, they had seriously violated safety rules under the Highway Traffic Act. And I've had extensive schooling, and I know that they violate this this construction. It is a paving company. Okay. They Ultimately, had- Eleanor. The, the question is not are they doing something wrong. The question is why did they fire you? So you, you brought up some things they to them and they decided to let you go as a result? They fired me because I actually presented their right. equipment violations. Mm. And I want I, I got fired because of it. Now did they and pay you I, any severance? Oh no. I it was through an agency. I only lasted two weeks. And I saw so many things wrong with it. And I've been complimented by many, many companies. I've been a truck driver, a long-haul truck driver, for uh, 12 years, basically, on and off. And I've been complimented for my pre-trip inspection, uh, what's required by the law. Uh, And uh, I've been complimented by safety and compliance managers from trucking companies. They said, oh, I wish all my truck, truck drivers did what you did. And uh, yet this company that I just finished getting severed from drew an agency mm-hmm. who did not want me to come back because I said, hey, you've got this and this and this and this and this wrong. And you actually violated a law. I called so, the Ministry of... So, Eleanor, let, 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 me, let me kind of give you my thoughts here. I understand exactly what you're saying. 
ultimately, from a legal standpoint, uh, we can all agree that they didn't have cause to let you go. Mm-hmm. That's a given. That's easy. What uh, is more interesting is the question of now that we know that they don't have cause, what do they owe you? Now they owe you severance. That's simple. The, the thing is, as you said, you worked there for two weeks, so it's probably going to be limited in a fairly nominal amount. Uh, you know, as, as a truck driver, worked there for two weeks, uh, probably not much, okay? Not much at all. So as a practical matter, even though what they did is wrong, yeah, it's, it's certainly uh, uh, the amount of severance you may be owed is going to be limited, not enough to pursue it. The only advice I can give you here is this. If this is a, a something that you brought that, a safety issue to them and the response is you're fired, well, that's a potentially what we call a reprisal. That's a violation of the Employment Standards Act. So you may want to file a complaint for a reprisal with the Ministry of Labor, the Occupational Health and Safety Act branch there, uh, and, and uh, see what they could do. Now, you may or may not be successful there, but they can't fire you because you bring uh, safety issues to them, to their attention. So that's my advice for you, uh, Eleanor. Hopefully that works out. We'll take uh, one more break here before we uh, get into our last segment. The phone call is 416-870-6400, star 640. On your cell, call us now, and we'll talk to you up till 8 o'clock in the employment hour right here at Talk Radio, AM 640. Last few minutes here to get a phone call in. If you'd, uh, you'd like to, call that number. We'll talk to you. Severance pay calculator. Let's cover that one. Hey, thank you, John. And uh, you know, you've heard me already ask this show, like I do in every show, three questions of individuals, your age, your position, and the length of your employment. I don't ask those questions because I'm just a curious guy. Hmm. I'm asking those questions because those are the factors that go into assessing and determining how much severance someone is owed. So uh, there's a way you could do that without me, even if you want. You can go to severancepaycalculator.com, severancepaycalculator.com. I created this tool four years ago. Tens and tens of thousands of people have used it over those years. It's an easy tool. Everyone can use it. It's free. It's anonymous. It's simply there for your benefit. There's nothing hidden about it, no hidden agenda. You can just use it to find out how much severance you're owed if you lost your job, if you think your employer wrongfully dismissed you. If you haven't lost your job, but maybe you've heard rumors that the company's shutting down, maybe you're one of the RBC employees, uh, that uh, one of the 450 that are losing their job. You want to know if it's fair what they're offering, severancepaycalculator.com. Hey, uh, Dave, thanks for calling in the show. How are you? No problem. How you doing? Good, man. What's uh, what's your concern? Good. So, uh, Leo, uh, nice, to, nice to speak to you. Um, I've actually, I've actually employed, uh, employed the services of a, of a, of a, of a employment lawyer downtown Toronto for uh, um, this is my fourth case with him he's, he's been very very successful he's won all of my cases so everyone I meet I always I always uh, encourage them to seek out the services of a good employment lawyer right but um, my most recent case I'm, I'm I feel like I'm sort of getting um, getting a little bit of a jerk around because he's his response time is getting into the days uh, for emails and, and phone follow-ups and also uh, yeah. He's he's sort of pawning off some of some of the work that I want him specifically to work on on some of his newer em- employment lawyers, and um, and his fees of what he's he's giving me breakdowns of the fees as we go along into the case, and they seem to be fluctuating between uh, you know a few thousand dollars here and a few thousand dollars there, and I'm sort of getting the feeling that uh, uh, I'm not really getting the regard necessary for a fourth case. You know what I mean? 
Well, you know, Dave, at the end of the day, the, the best thing I can tell you is that uh, if you have these concerns and there's someone you have a longstanding relationship with, the best thing you could do is, is have a talk to them and say, here's my concerns. Here's what I'd like us to, to do moving forward. And, you know, if, if he is a, a person that, that's reasonable, he, he'll listen and work with you and, and figure it out and straighten it out. It's not unusual at a law firm for uh, you know a senior lawyer to work with a more junior lawyer on a case. There's cost savings there. There's time savings there. Uh, the, ultimately, the, the senior lawyer is still responsible, so I don't have a problem with that. I certainly don't think that you should be waiting days to, to get a response. I, I think that you should be charged proper and appropriate legal fees based on what you've agreed. So especially if this is someone that you have a, a relationship with, talk to them. Tell them what, you have, uh, what the issue is. Uh, and if certainly if the issue doesn't get fixed, then you can decide whether you want to speak to someone else and get another opinion on your case. But, you know, if you had a long relationship with the lawyer, try to save it, try to work with them and, and try to uh, get answers to your questions. Yeah, and, and obviously I appreciate that. And that's, and that's the, uh, the most desired outcome. But the, the one other thing is the fact that he seems to be pushing me to go to mediation or accept uh, prior to mediation offers that are lower than uh, than what he deems to be. To be or that are lower than what he deems to be acceptable, but I'm I'm in a position now where financially it might be beneficial for me to actually take the offers. But but it seems like seems like he's trying to really push it towards mediation and, and possibly a, a pretrial. So uh, that's that's the other issue. Well, you know, if you want my my opinion in your case, happy to give it to you. It'd be my opinion. We can talk off air. You can give me the scenario, and I'll, I'll tell you what I think. Uh, an appropriate settlement would be that would be my opinion based on my experience and whether yeah. the case is handled appropriately happy to do that if you'd like me to it's not, no no issue no no problem whatsoever uh yeah. if you want to do that uh, hook up with me uh off air give me a call or email me and we can set it up sounds good all right thanks dave i appreciate that one thing we should cover we don't cover enough is terminationquestions.com just before we wrap right yeah, and, and John, it's another website that I created, terminationquestions.com, for people that can ask their questions about their situation. Maybe your question goes beyond how much severance am I owed. You want to understand, can my employer let me go in these situations? My employer let me go. This is what they said. This is what they did. Is that appropriate? You go to terminationquestions.com, and you post your question right there. You don't have to put your name. You don't have to put your phone number, nothing like that there. And myself or one of my colleagues is going to answer that question right on there, usually within minutes, certainly within an hour or so. We're going to answer the question. We get questions there every single day. Uh, and there's also, uh, you know, think of all the questions that have been asked mm -hmm. of us already that are posted there. There's hundreds and hundreds of questions and answers. You can find out uh, and search for your particular situation or just ask us a question. It's a very easy tool to get your answered, uh, your questions answered in an anonymous and no-commitment right. way, terminationquestions.com. Done for another week. Back here on the weekend and, of course, a Monday night show at 7 o'clock and this one, 7 o'clock on your Wednesday as well. Employment hour and closing, a severancepaycalculator.com. Find out what your severance office should be, the actual number. And 1-855-821-5900 is Lior's direct number and Lior, L-I-O-R, at employmenthour.com. Till next time, it's been the Employment Hour Talk Radio, AM 640.